peoples welcome to the sideline junkies you see it's myself people's choice along with the midnight ride i figured i'd do something different tonight and uh jump off with a little countdown and celebration of our after official after show of uh the royal rumble raw 30 smackdown and everything else in between so welcome rod what's up man what's going on man this is this is a blessing this is a gift you know i get to be with the man that is the man that was and the man that's going to be you know what I'm saying? The greatest ever. Oh, allegedly. But, you know, I'll take hey, everything that you're given. Since the last time I got, like, bottom billing, you was giving uh, that bum the newbie and sumo top billing <laughs> saying, you know, he was the greatest thing since sliced bread. When last I checked, I was a fool that lifted him up right over there by um, the Harley Davis, the game, and just slammed his behind down when he didn't believe it was possible. He's still trying to deny it. But, you know, if you felt the earthquake that day, it was about a uh, – uh, you know, 5.0 on the Richter scale. That was I'm easy. just going, I'm pleading no contest. Oh, that's the same thing he's been doing for, geez, about 21 years. All right, that's so what's up. He keep coming back. So we're going to jump right into it. Uh, since we didn't get a chance to do the official reaction show last week, Roy Rumble, what was your okay. impression overall before we jump into some of the matches and, and overall deep dive impressions? I think overall they did a, um, they did a good job because I think we had some storylines that we knew were going to happen and they just played them out the, the best way they could. And um, the beauty of wrestling is you can't create or destroy um, any new storylines. It's they've always existed. So it's kind of one of those things where um, storyline is a storyline, you know, no matter what you do, you can't really make it any better than what it's going to be. And they, they lived in that moment and they, they, they took it to the, the highest level. I think the best part of it was Edge um, coming out or Edge and Beth Phoenix taking out Judgment Day at the end of their segment. So I, th I think that set up the next story. So I think they did a good job. And I think Triple H is good at this, is he does a good job of setting up the stories as best as possible. I agree, along with, uh, you know, some of his road agents. Um we know that uh, TJ um, was uh, Tyson Kid, right? Was, uh, pretty much in charge of the women's, and I believe uh, I have to double check this, but uh, Hurricane had a, uh, a big uh, impression as a road agent in reference to the men's war rumble, which is actually where it began. So when we had the show before, I said that truthfully, I was looking forward to the men's because I was right. expecting a lot more surprises. And uh, the women's was like, eh, you know, it was an afterthought to me. But uh, this year, it actually happened in reverse. Uh, the men was pretty much standard issue. The biggest surprise to me was Booker T. Um, and then the second surprise was Brock Lesnar coming out. Because at one point, I'm like, hmm, I wonder if they're going to uh, let Bobby go uh, a little bit further and deeper and maybe be one of at least the final four. We know who the the Royal Rumble was set up for. So it's right. not like, you know, I'm just waiting, like, what number is Cody coming in at? Uh, are they going to give him 30 and just give him the, okay, we'll let you get your feet wet, you know, see if your peck holds up, and then put you in? 
or if they're going to at least bring him in like 15, maybe 20, somewhere in that range. But no, he was number 30. So, But I think they did a good job for WrestleMania season to set up the Bobby Lashley, um, Brock Lesnar, whatever that's going to be. Um, yeah. That was done very well and extremely well, um, especially when Bobby Lashley, I think he hits the ring and he, and he knocks out Brock in less than 10 minutes. So that's I think that's the best part of that whole situation. Like Triple H does a good job of stacking the layers of the stories. Uh, and I don't know if Vince was as good at that. At, and, and you can always correct me because you're um, Don Rodgers as a legend. That one of the smartest things Vince ever did was put Paul Heyman in charge of SmackDown. And that's when you really saw some heavy layering and long term storytelling, which is why SmackDown was better than Raw for quite a long time during the attitude and pre-attitude era. Right. Um, Vince once in a while can get it in. He sees the big picture and will draw that long layout. And, you know, and the best example of that, in my opinion, is uh, the rise of Hulkamania. Uh, right. You got to see that long draw out and how Hogan was everywhere and, you know, leading up to him slamming Andre the Giant again. <laughs> and, well, I think the beauty of Hulkamania was just the fact that he was never on TV. So, so for for me as a fan, oh, you open Pandora's box. KG may jump in here for real. So, me as a fan, I felt like I loved Ric Flair more than I loved um, Hulk, Hulk, Hulk Hogan because Ric Flair did the 14 days, the Starcade was that Starcade '83 or that whatever that tour was. Yep, he defended the belt 14 nights back to back to back. But I could never see Hulk Hogan defend the belt. So that was my precursor or my thing where I instantly loved Rick after yeah. that moment, after that that thing, because I saw a champion defend his belt and he wasn't hiding behind gimmicks and anything like that. And 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 the problem I always had with WWE is they've always hit their champions and their champions get these like 400 day title reigns, but they defend the title like 15 times in that stretch. And it's always annoying to me. Like even the one that Reigns is on right now, like I don't see Reigns better than Ric Flair because his title reign is just flawed. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry to go off topic. No, you're fine. You know, now we were kind of attributing some of that to attention span. Yeah. When you have a superstar uh, and a truest form like Roman Reigns, you can get away with stretching the attention span because people are just honed in on seeing Roman. You know, right. same thing, hold in on seeing uh, The Rock, hold on to seeing uh, Stone Cold. So you're going to go through four hours worth of wrestling, you know, the pre-shows uh, and all that stuff to get up to the core three hours just to see five minutes of Stone Cold running out, hitting a couple stunners, you're done. Yeah, that was a long night just to get about three and a half minutes. But, you know, when you're at that upper echelon of superstardom, you're afforded that. But everything else in between now it's you know how quickly can we have a match of the match of the match and set this up you know long-term storytelling has kind of gone away with uh, the kayfabe unfortunately uh and that's where triple h has even said it. it's a little frustrating to try to book the things that normally in the rick flair world he would love to book things like uh flair had to do but the best we may get is you know best out of seven with uh sheamus and cesaro once in a while um, it looks like they may be setting up Sheamus versus uh, Gunther of some kind, maybe a best out of three or whatever it can be that they want to set up. That's the that's the 
close as you're going to get to a strong Ric Flair S type of program. Uh, with the exception of, I think, this Bobby Lashley and uh, Brock Lesnar deal, because they so, are layering it. Uh, I thought it was done after uh, Saudi Arabia and we just got screwed out of a great match. KG would be pissed for the rest of his life because he didn't see the match he wanted the way he wanted it. And now they're revisiting it with Triple H in a proper way. So they're building this, this sandwich slowly, but I think it's still going to culminate at WrestleMania. The key is how do we get there through Elimination Chamber and everything else. Um, so, so let me ask you this question. Out. So, and I pardon my ignorance on this, but I know Elimination Chamber is next. Mm -hmm. Is there another one between Mania and Elimination Chamber? Used to be. Because uh, they took away what, Money in the Bank? Uh, no, Money, uh, a couple times Money in the Bank was before. Uh, but then remember it ended up becoming uh fast lane. Okay. Uh both versions of fast lane with the stupid car and then without the stupid car. Um, and then they said they were getting away from it and only gonna have one more. Um, so it, it's hard to say. Uh, so so so, so like my wrestling brain will figure we since we got Brock and we got Bobby, we would do Bobby wins one. Doesn't have to be uh, uh, um, a complete sale of a, a win, just like something lackluster. And then you let Brock win one lackluster. And then when we do the money shot at, well, not money shot, because that's totally different. But we do the money on WrestleMania. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, I'm hoping um, if, if I had to add a little bit of spice to that that um, the key is going to be Omos and uh, MVP. Oh, because I like that angle. Because then we go to the And kind of like forming the nation at that moment when the nation came together. Um, right. You know, that could happen at WrestleMania to defeat Brock. Not that, he, not that Bobby needs that, but it could be orchestrated in a way to not diminish Brock. But at the same time, Lashley is going to take the win because the Hurt Business has come together and made it so. And that's so, how we get the Hurt Business back again uh, with Bobby Lashley. But that's does the Hurt thing. Business, so here's my question. With the Hurt Business as the way you have it set up, who becomes the head of the table, for lack of a better term? Like, be, is it Omos or is it? No, it'll still be Bobby Lashley. Uh, okay. Because if you look at it one for one, uh, you'd be Bobby Lashley versus Roman. Okay. So after Mania, then you can have a few between the Hurt Business versus, uh, you know, the uh, the Bloodline. Then you're gonna have Omos versus Solo, and then uh, I still say Cedric and um, and uh, uh, Shelton. So that would be them versus the Usos, and then you bring in two females. Hold on. So, so you know if Nia's gonna go go Bloodline if Nia goes Bloodline. Actually, no. Damn. It would have to be Tamina to go bloodline. No, I you don't like Tamina enough. If you get Naomi, that's really who it's supposed to be. Right. But I mean, if you're just going to dominate, you're going to take Nia. Right. Tamina was just in a rumble just because Nia was there, and that was just you know to make her feel comfortable. But, but um, we need a, a strong female on uh, the hurt business that's black, and unfortunately, Sasha Banks is out. So of course, of course. I, I don't know where we would go with that to do females if they add in the women 
um, like we're hoping. But just, you know, from the men's side of things, it'll be pretty much one-to-one that way. Okay. And Brock doesn't need to win at all. He's, he's Brock Lesnar. You know, this is really, in my opinion, if they put the, the uh, her business back together, it's a vehicle to make people. And Shelton doesn't need to be made. He's old. No disrespect to Shelton Benjamin. He's old. He's been around for a while. You could make Cedric Alexander. You need a strong vehicle. Omos has a potential if he can get away from being Paige, which basically saying this is my house over and over. We need more than that. And he had the benefit of AJ Styles, but that's just two different two different liquids trying to gel together. And AJ was just overpowered because AJ Styles is AJ Styles. But if we can take it and think back to Rocky Johnson and Farouk and the rise of The Rock, you can see that potential in Omos as a, a larger-than-life juggernaut if under the right umbrella. And I think with MVP, uh, that could happen. With Bobby Lashley being Bobby Lashley, Omos is just a heater for no reason. You know, he's just a big guy, but he can learn how to work big since you don't have a big show to go up against or anybody else that can really wrestle you at that level. And he he diminished Bra- uh, Braun Strowman. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, so the thing that I, I wonder or worry about is because the WWE is big on these fake tag teams not having natural tag teams. So you, we get Braun Strowman and Ricochet. Yeah, that's And this right. is the only reason that Ricochet is even relevant is because he's tagging up with um Braun. Like, is that going to be the, the team that's going to take down the Usos? I hope <laughs> not, but good God, that's the only thing they're leading up to. They, they don't have – really, the only team that can take down the Usos that would be believable – it's going to be the Street Profits. And that's because Montez Ford has a rocket built on him. And there's no – I like uh, Angelo Dawkins. I think Angelo's done a good job of building his body and yep. making himself He's a great big man. He can, you know what I'm saying, he can do things um, in that ring, you know, uh, athletically that he's not on Montez's level in reference to, you know, how high he can go, but he's a great compliment. To Montez, Montez will be uh, uh, an Intercontinental Champion at some point down the road. He'll be a, a heavyweight champion, I believe. Why not? Um, but if there's going to be a team that's going to take down the Usos, New Day's been there, done that. It's not necessary for them anymore. I'm happy right, they're right. NXT. They're getting to work and build and grow, you know, younger talent and and help them out down there. There's nothing wrong with that. NXT is great, and that's what it's there for. But uh, the Street Profits need their shine. But they're not going to get their shine until Roman loses one or two belts. Which so is, how do we get to that point? Like, is there – because, to, honestly – well, no, you know what? I'm going a, I'm to a wait. I'm going to let you because you're, 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 the, you're, the, you're the captain of this shit. So I'm going to wait and let you get me to this point. No, no, we can't. We're there. I mean, you know – No, 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 no. Go ahead. Just keep talking, dog. Yeah, I was about to open up the door for you uh, because, I mean, the only way to properly do it is to revisit the brand extension proper, and mm-hmm. that means that you're going to have to split the belts up again. Now, exactly. for me, I don't like that idea because I like one champion going back and forth, but Roman doesn't go back and forth enough, uh, and that's the only thing I'm not happy with. I understand SmackDown's his show, but he needs to have still a strong presence on Raw 
to be the dominant champion. Um, and that, that's my only gripe about his championship run is I don't see him on both. Like we're used to seeing, you know, the rock on both shows or, or stone cold on both shows or triple H on both shows pulling double duty. Why not? You're on a private jet anyway. Right. Um, the Usos are, are pulling double duty, but that's just because there's not a lot of tag teams. Well, no, it's not, it's not, there's a, not a lot of tag teams. They just don't, Vince doesn't love tag teams to begin with. Well, Triple H will, no, he doesn't. That, yeah, he does. No, Triple he doesn't. H. Triple H. I'm gonna tell you why he doesn't like tag teams. Go ahead. Uh, so, so Vince will take a tag team that he makes up from Clay. He'll take a Braun and Rock and Ricochet. He'll take, um, was it the, um, Orton and um Riddle? He'll take those tag teams over the natural tag teams. So that's my reason for saying he doesn't love tag team wrestling. He'll rather piece together a tag team and then put them in the middle of it, give them a title, and then in the midst of their title run, what he'll do is the the old school classic. One of the two people will get tired of each other, and they'll turn on each other, and then that's how the, the belts get split up. Or that's how they'll lose the belts. They won't lose it clean. They'll lose it on some dirty stuff. Yeah, but you got to look at NXT for the the true stamp of Triple H. Look at how okay. many tag teams are a product of NXT when Triple H was in charge that had moved up. Case in point, the Street Profits, the Viking Raiders, um, uh, Undisputed Era. Uh, I mean, that was that was they were heavy in the tag division. Uh, DIY. Um, I mean, they were putting stuff together. Really, if you think about it this way, laying the blueprint down for Tony Khan. To create teams like the acclaimed out of nowhere, right? They, they didn't but then anywhere. They just met. Say, hey, you guys are tag team. Figure it out. But then the, the issue becomes when you get to WWE with those teams, they had no uh, direction. Had yeah, <laughs> they had no direction once they got there. Like yeah. Alpha Academy, you know yeah. the teams you said, the Viking Raiders. They've been they've been sitting in the soot and trying to figure out their way, and they've got had no direction the whole time. The Viking yeah. Raiders have been. Supposedly the next best tag team for the next for the last twelve months, but they've been stuck in that thing. And now you got Sarah Morgan out there with a full point buck head on her on her on her um, shoulders, and like, what are we doing? Yeah, I mean, uh, to be honest with you, the the issue, and it was uh, proven and and talked about uh, about two years ago, uh, once the Keith Lee thing happened. We can call it Legate or uh, Introgate. Is the writers for Raw and SmackDown didn't watch NXT, right? And I don't understand how in the world, uh, you know, we get to the point. Hello, mashed potatoes and gravy. Uh, I don't understand how you have a universal product, and you you have uh, some people will call it a farm league, some people want to call it the B League or the C Show, whatever. But either way. How you have people coming up internally, and you don't at least familiar familiarize yourself with the product. You can't be that deep into storylines that you can't watch the other product. And the reason why you know that is not feasible anymore is even though he's writing this show himself, Tony Khan, he's still watching WWE product. So if he's writing everything and still can find some time to watch uh, SmackDown Raw and nxt just to keep his finger on the pulse then the writers that are getting paid a lot of money 
can watch at least a recap on YouTube of their own creation uh, of what the hell's going on at NXT. So you say when you have a guy that's goaded like Keith Lee, you don't change his music. You don't make him Bearcat. You bring him in as he is because he's already got the vehicle. The people are behind him. And we'll get to people being behind somebody uh, a little bit later on. But, um, you know, let, let's talk about the Women's Royal Rumble. That, unfortunately, I'm okay with Rhea Ripley winning. Okay. But I was very disappointed in the lack of stardom that was in that room. I think it was too many um, NXT people in, in, in the room. Yeah. Too many for people to really be invested into. There was no Trish Stratus. There was no Victoria. We got Michelle McCool. Um, there was no Kelly Kelly. And even though you maybe think, I'm tired of seeing them, but there wasn't enough women in truth to make the 30-woman Royal Rumble worth it. Can I be? I mean, I, I, the, the Michelle McCool didn't really even do anything for me. Like, it was just like, all right. Okay. But it, it, it they didn't have that person. I think their best person was Nia Jax, and I would have loved to see her come in earlier. Yeah, they be a destroyer. Did you notice that? Did you notice the botch on that one? Yeah, there was no uh, countdown. They yeah. put a graphic up right before the music hit. But but <laughs> here's the other thing. Th- then they doubled down because she comes in the ring, and everybody jumps on her, and then Logan Paul comes in the ring, and everybody jumps on him. So it takes away the effect of what you just what you just did. So they should have tossed Logan Paul. Right, exactly. That would have balanced the scales a little bit. But not only tossed Naya, but they didn't jump Dewdrop or or, right, or Piper right, right. But that but I like I like reintroducing Dewdrop as Piper Nevin. Yeah. But then you don't have her on either one of the shows the next two days. That doesn't make sense. Because they sit on, they she's lost her momentum when they brought. But her you out, took away her momentum. By calling her Dewdrop. Like, she made she, she's a good wrestler as Piper Nevin, but you call her Dewdrop. Like, nobody's jumping on that name. Oh, yeah. Her and Nia had the, the, the potential to have some great matches uh, if they would have cultivated her character and allowed her right. to do what she was doing at NXT. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, that's a whole other discussion of how are they booking uh, – for the women, it doesn't sound right, but for the men, it makes sense. The the big people, you know, right, the tall right, right, right. The ones that are going to have a little bit more size. Uh, you know, how are you booking them? Because let's take uh, Bianca Belair versus Alexa Bliss. Bianca has to work small to make Alexa look extra look, good. Right. Now, if we were talking four or five years ago when Alexa Bliss was at the, the height of her, her capability then, man, I would have believed it. But now, since we've lost a lot of Alexa and, and it's kind of diminished, you know, Bianca's having a you know pull spots that she shouldn't have to. But I don't know. At least it wasn't the ring post that was always hitting Nia Jax. You know, every match that ring post just comes and beats her down, and then everybody got a shot. Well, it's not even like when you was building up Braun Strowman and he was tearing down buildings and lifting up houses, and then all of a sudden he loses like Ray Mysterio. Like, how was that a, a storyline? But I would lose to Ray Mysterio, too, because it's Ray Mysterio. Nah, I hate Ray Mysterio. I know it's not believable. Right, but, exactly. You know, big show job to him. 
So Braun, right, who exactly. is Joe did it, you're gonna do it too. Exactly. Know, in that situation. But here's the con- controversial question I want to ask you. Uh, because this is like a 50-50. Some people are in agreement with it and some people aren't. Anytime you face uh, a, a souped up version of Bray Wyatt, you're basically killing the character that he's facing. LA Knight, a lot of people, or well, half the people, uh, are believing that you just buried LA Knight by putting him up against uh, two versions, technically, of Bray Wyatt. Um, and then some people are like, it was a pretty cool match. You know, the, the day glow. I don't know. When they say pitch black in my head, I'm thinking everything's turned off. Right. So I'm like, well, how's everybody going to see everything if it's live and happening? So they should have said it was a day glow match um, or at least put more of the pitch black um, Mountain Dew bottle in front of people so we could kind of figure it out. Right. But I thought the match was OK. It wasn't super long, like Randy Orton versus uh, Bray and everything was in red, you know, and it was annoying. Uh, so I thought the match was okay, but do you think that LA Knight's character was diminished? Uh, no. And so, so I think the beauty of it is LA Knight is one of those guys that he can carry his own character with his voice. He can talk. He's not a, um, I would have been more concerned if it was a guy that couldn't talk mm-hmm. in that situation. But the fact that LA Knight has a voice and he can change the narrative, no matter what the situation is. I think he was the perfect person for this match so that way nobody gets buried. And you right. can also bring him back on a second part of that program. And maybe you put him in with the um uh what's the what's the what's the other character that Bray has? Uncle Uncle Holly. Maybe he 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 faces off with him and they start a program. You know, maybe it's one of those situations where you take him down a level and face somebody else, and you proceed with Bray. But I think the biggest issue is where does Bray go from here? Because I don't know if we've established enough of his character to make him formidable to be a title contender, and I don't know if we made him enough of a character that we believe him as um, even a mid-tier guy. Like, what are we doing with Bray? And I think that's the biggest issue he has going forward more than anything else. I wish that we could have gotten Malachi Black or Alistair Black yes. back yes. in the WWE. Yes. The issue yes. with Bray Wyatt is he's a heel or an evil character. Oh, he's an arch nemesis. He needs somebody with a backstory, quote unquote, that's worse than his. If he could have played up and Undertaker was, you know, a little bit more healthier, a little younger, you know, really having a proper Papa Shango versus Undertaker thought process or Mankind versus Undertaker thought process where, you know, you really had just two larger than life characters going at each other, telling a story, you know, with great vignettes and, and, you know, interjecting on each other and mind games and all that stuff. That's what Bray needs because whoever he goes against next, they will be buried. Right. But here's the thing. Let me ask you this question. So maybe in that, instead of, see, this is where I feel like the Undertaker's um, streak took on too much, um, was too ominous. 
in 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 his reign where I felt like when they faced off, I thought the perfect transition would have been Bray taking down the Undertaker, and kind of we have that moment that we had on um, Raw where he whispers in his ear. Like right. if you put that at WrestleMania, now we feel like Bray's the the caretaker of the underworld, and now we're moving forward with him as the underlord and him as like the caretaker of death as right. opposed to anything else. So like, I felt like they wasted Brock in that moment and they should have put him versus the undertaker and then let him carry on the, the doomsday version of it. Even if um, to a certain extent, I felt like that Monday night, the Monday night raw 30, if undertaker comes out and that, the, the 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 doomsday music hits when he's coming out instead of the Harley Davidson um Undertaker. Like I felt like that was even more would have been more transcendent for, for that situation. I agree. Or even he could have came out in a motorcycle, but when it was those two, the light should have went out. You could have had the gong and then somebody could have slid the hat and the coat in the ring. Right. And then he could have just put that on. And then step the break, you know. So, 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 yeah. So exactly what you think. So, so we dim the lights. Everything Light comes back up. All that stuff. You have enough time with the Undertaker. Right, entrance. right, right. You're exactly. have the smoke and the mist come up. Everything went purple, and then by the time you you come back on for the television, folks, there's the dead man standing toe to toe. So let me ask you this question: Why are we so anti? Um. Having the people come out with the um, what was the song that they used to sing when Bray came out? Uh, I don't remember the title of it, but you're talking about the Wyatt family song. Yeah, right. Why why haven't we gone back to that in some extent? Well, Bray Bray said that when Brody Lee died, that was the okay. end of that version. But so he, he basically killed that version out of respect for Brody Lee because he couldn't okay. do it uh, without Brody at least being alive potentially to come back and be part of the Wyatt family, which unfortunately also means that Eric Rowan is not going to be a part of anything either. Uh, so, so then by proxy, he's out. So what what does the the Wyatt family, the Wyatt bit become? Uh it's it's done. It's just not going to be referenced anymore in WWE unless Bray wants to in the uh, Firefly Funhouse. But but we have this so this flyer fly Flyer fly thing. Say that three times real fast. Um, it's still out there. So what is that shaping up to be? Uh, truthfully, I think it's going to become a vehicle for Alexa Bliss to get back into the fold. Because the, the real story, and unfortunately, I hope they don't do this anytime soon, is still the reveal of Uncle Howdy being Bo Dallas. Okay. But, but I think Bo can carry that. Can, can Bo carry it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bo's got this down pat, you know, but I just don't want them to rush Bray versus Uncle Howdy. That's not what we need. Right. We need them to play off each other. We also don't need Bray going up against uh, Roman because Roman would have to lose. So so everybody, it'd be another, you know, uh, truck coming down or, you know, scaffolding being put on Bray Wyatt. You don't have to pretty much drop the whole house. So that way he wouldn't kick out in the falls count anywhere type of situation. But I don't think we're even close to getting to Bray versus 
Roman. Thankfully. Because there's another... And I don't want to ruin the show because I know we're getting no, no. there. Actually, point. you know what? We're gonna we're gonna take a jump. I know we had it towards the end, but it, it's really something that. Uh, oh shit! Uh, it's ironic that today the uh, the show notes on what we're gonna talk about today, and then right after that, you just came out with a blurb, and I'm like, wait a minute, is he sending that to the WrestleManiacs, or is he sending that <laughs> to the sideline junkies? I'm like, wait a minute, and KG said as well, like you just said that. Because I'm like, man, WWE at this moment is pretty much acting like they did with Daniel Bryan. Right. They don't believe he's going to, or even Kofi Kingston, they don't believe he's going to be champion. They don't see them as a champion. They don't see him as a WrestleMania main eventer. Right. But the people are speaking. And here is the problem. We just gifted Cody Rhodes the storyline for his road to WrestleMania. He's number 30. He wins the Rumble. He picks Roman. So he's in WrestleMania. So now they can let that match happen and be single, and that's it. Or they can do like they did with the women with Ronda Rousey uh, and Charlotte and put Becky Lynch in, and that would put Sami Zayn in, which means Sami would have a shot. However, he wouldn't win because it's a triple threat match. But that, then the people are going to be mad. They can have Roman go up against Sami Zayn, which they have right now, at Elimination Chamber. Sami loses, the people are going to get mad. And they're going to want more for Sami versus Roman to be at WrestleMania. With Sami's popularity or Sami Mania growing by leaps and bounds, that means that Cody is screwed because now his comeback story is I'm doing it for my daddy's story. It doesn't matter. It's going to be overwashed because he's going to be the heel because he's preventing Sami Zayn from winning the championship that the WWE doesn't want him to win. So, so that's, we got a problem. No, we don't. We got a Daniel Bryan problem. No, we don't. Oh, really? We don't. Okay. Lay we, go back, we go back to the two brands. So, so we leave the Raw championship on, on, on that side so that way when when the, um, Cody comes to fight, he's fighting for that belt. We make it a two night, two belt championship fight. So Roman on the first night, he's fighting Sami Zayn, and maybe that's either a rematch of Elimination Chamber because we can make it so. It's one of two ways we can do this. We can make it so Sami Zayn fights him at Elimination Chamber and loses clean, or he loses dirty. And we get Jay Uso in the, in, the, in the in the thing, and then maybe we come back with Jay Uso versus Roman at WrestleMania as the Saturday night for the SmackDown title, and then we come back with Cody for the Raw title, because all we've seen Cody is is on the Raw brand, right? We haven't seen him on anything else, and then the other way we would do it is we we can make it where. Um, Roman goes and loses the belt at Elimination Chamber to Sammy. Won't be clean because it'll be because of Jay. And then we send him on to WrestleMania and we let Roman go off and do movies for the rest of the year. Well, the problem is how do we introduce a discussion of splitting the championships? 
who has that discussion to say that that's what's happening is the problem. So we've already introduced splitting the, the tag titles with the tournament. Right. We've introduced that already. So I don't know how we introduced the other part of this. Because it can't but, be Adam Pierce just coming out of nowhere saying, you know what? You know, you fight for this one and you fight for that one because it's universal, undisputed. Okay, but somebody we always, we always got Teddy Long. We got Teddy Long. So all Teddy got to do is come out and say, holla, 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 holla. No, Teddy's going to come out and say, you go one-on-one -on -one with The Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was hoping he would screw up and say on Raw 30. Like, please say The Undertaker. Just just, just for, for, for GP. But I mean, I mean, I mean, we're trying to get to a point, and I don't, I don't know how we get to that point where we split the belts. But it's got to be something that way. That way, because I really feel like we can have a story going forward with Cody on one side and Sammy on the other, and 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 maybe we can come back and revisit Sammy versus KO on on a bigger level because Sammy has the title, because Sammy has the heat. Sammy what has the buildup behind him. There's no way you can make Sammy lose at this point. What if Sammy actually becomes undisputed champion on night one? And because loses it on night two? It could be because of Kevin Owens. I wouldn't put it because of Jay. Uh, because you, you got to keep the bloodline together. Do you? you? You If you have the infuting again in the bloodline, you defeat the purpose of the bloodline, and it's going to fall to the wayside, and you can't build that back up. Not at the level that it is now. So, you know, you got time for Jay to come around. You got time for him to say sorry, Oost, and super kick uh, Sami Zayn at um, Elimination Chamber. You know, to do the turn, you think, oh, he's coming for the rescue. No, nope, that's family. Because, you know, you're not going to break up the Usos as a tag team. Just I, like, I, like, I, like, I like your thinking. I like your, so, wrestling, your wrestling brain here. Right. So if you're going to do it, night one, Sami uh wins the belts he's he's undisputed night two means that now cody as the champion uh, as a winner of the world rumble has to face the winner right to be sammy zane cody's gonna win because of roman is it roman or is it jay no no i think it makes it better with jay no 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 no, no. he's going he's gonna win because of roman and and the whole bloodline like there's gonna be some interference that's going to cause Sami Zayn to lose the championship. It could be a beat down in the back or whatever it is, but Sami's not going to be 100% going into that match, or they're going to interfere and Cody's going to win. Cody's going to take the win. Right. Even I, if they're cool with that. around saying, pin him, you know what I'm saying? Take the pin. Uh, and if Cody goes heel, then he goes heel. Uh, just because Cody he can't go heel. Um, or if he's facing, you know, somehow he's just going to have to, he could be knocked out. Oh, I can't see what's happening. You know, Superman punch, spear, Roman jumps over the guardrail. Um, and then that gives you Cody wins. He doesn't beat Roman. So Roman is still intact. And then you're going to have Roman versus Cody for the Raw after uh, WrestleMania. And so then, you think, okay, I, I like that. I like that. I like that. Then it's whatever you do at that point because right. Roman needs to break. Um, you can put Roman on Raw. So that's why I was saying, that's why I was saying, split the titles in some kind of shape or form. You can run with a, you can honestly run with a Sami Zayn program. I mean, um, you can have them both be it, but 
it's just hard to to speak into exist. I mean, it could be done, but in this limited amount of time between now and WrestleMania, to make it believable to split the championship. Well, we're talking about wrestling. I know, but we're not talking about like this isn't this isn't accounting like two oh two. This is wrestling <laughs> where we can make stories happen uh, out of out of like our our assholes for better for lack of better words. Like we yeah, can just pick something out. And make it happen on Saturday night, and we're like, right. yeah, that doesn't make sense. And and, and, and they can listen to to you guys, um, <laughs> you, Snoopy and Sumo and KG, um, because I have nothing to bring well, to the we, table. But we just ironed out the the play field for them now. So all you gotta do is just steal that idea, and then right, you know, there we go. go. We're uh, good. But I still think they need to keep it intact. I, I'm I know uh, Sumo's a proponent of splitting the belts. I don't think we need to yet. I, I think we do. They're supposed to be done. Um, for the first Raw of the year when, you know, um, true time for brand extension and all that stuff. Because Fox is still spending a lot of money. That's why Roman doesn't pop over the Raw that often. Right. You know, that's why he's the double champion. You know, they're spinning that cake. But it's negotiation time uh, next year for USA as well as Fox. And then we also got this looming sale, possibly, or whatever the hell's happening. So I saw a note where... Vince may not be wanting to sell or may not want to um no I'm sorry he may want to opt out and not be around yeah he'd be okay for what I saw I think I know what you're talking about where if they say well we don't need Vince he's like okay whatever he got paid so it don't matter if he sells it but you know truthfully I think it's it's just all a ruse it's not going to be sold if it is so, so is this a is this a play I think so Okay. It's an initial play to get the most money. You know, Vince is taking over the boardroom. He's basically playing real life Mr. McMahon. So do we get a um like we go over the top? I'm gonna go over the top WWE. So do we get like Vince in the boardroom? Huh? (laughs) You would say you bring it back, Zeus? No, no, no. We gotta go on that one. R.I.P. Tony Lister. No, 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 we're not going that far. So, like, <laughs> Vince is in the boardroom. All of a sudden, you hear Stone Cold's music hit, and, like, oh, he gets dude. stunned, like, in the boardroom, and then we, like, we get this, the company sold in that in that time frame. Well, if The Rock buys it, that would make sense. Because that means we would get the reverse of WCW, where he right. just shows up and he's talking about how oh, I'll never sell, you know, right. blah, 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 and then The Rock music comes down, rock bottom. I bought WWE, you know, that would be a true to life Vince McMahonism right there. That would make sense. But if Vince is going to sell, in my opinion, the only smart play to make everybody happy would be to sell it to Mickey Mouse. Okay. Only because the, the Disney plus is a solid streaming platform that can handle wrestling. They can handle um, long-term development of a company. They've proven it. So then, so then, who becomes the the matchmakers and the people that make this? Oh, they wouldn't change thing. anything. Let them do their okay. own thing. They would probably, knowing knowing uh, Disney and since Bob Iger's back in charge, reinstate the WWE Network. Okay. If they don't, well, they would probably have it a link off of uh, uh, Disney Plus, so you would get Disney Plus plus ESPN plus WWE Network. Because it's still so you, get, you get ESPN plus plus plus. Yep. Okay. For one package deal. That makes more sense. 
and then they can do whatever they want to do. All the pay-per-views are going to flow through that. So you have to have Disney Plus 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 to be able to watch anything WWE pay-per-view wise. And then it's unedited premium content since now they can do and they're comfortable with rated R stuff thanks to Deadpool. Uh, it's, it's just perfect because they get how to manage a major um, icon when it comes down to pop culture is the best way to put it. You can know, I ask like a random question? Mm-hmm. Why doesn't Charlotte Flair look like a real person? No, she looks better now than she did then. Like, but, uh, I mean, good guy. Good guy. She looked like half a Charlotte. Now she That's true. That's true, but... Uh, like, I mean, her kid, her, her kid comes looking at and say, why am I ugly? And she can't really tell her why because she was ugly. <laughs> Oh, that's man. what I'm saying. That, that that's rough. I'm that's sorry. Rough. I apologize. That's rough. that's rough. You leave Ashley alone. She's come a long way. Mm, she might need some. She might need some surgeries. No, no. She had surgery. That's you know, actually, most recent person that had some surgery is uh, Mia Yim. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm sorry, not Mia Yim. Um, uh, Alistair Black's wife. Uh, brain fart on it now. Okay. Uh, what's what's it doesn't matter, uh, KG loves them all, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, he does love all, but um, yeah. So, needless to say, there's a way for Sammy or the people to get what they want and Sammy to go to WrestleMania. I, I really, truly believe, I, I believe Sammy goes either to WrestleMania wins because you got to get the pop. From this Uso Usi, the the whole thing, and then maybe he pulls. And this is why I pulled the Daniel Bryan thing out was he wins the title at WrestleMania, and then the next day the Raw he loses it or he loses it within the first two weeks of this existence, because while the world believes in him, the industry doesn't. Yeah, or I, I just had a thought. Uh, another way you could kind of manufacture uh, the splitting of the belts is if it's in the contract. We all know how contract signing right, 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 right. This right. time, uh, Sammy is knocked out, and Roman takes his hand and has him sign a contract. So, yes, Sammy may win, but then Paul Heyman gets on the mic at WrestleMania and says, oh, no, you should have read the contract, Sammy. That's just for the SmackDown or the Raw. You know, right. championship. So Roman's still champion. And then you still have Roman going in to face Cody Rhodes as champion that way. And you would still have the match that Cody requested. But you don't think, I mean, after all this buildup, you don't think Cody has to come out of WrestleMania as the champion? Uh, if they weren't cultivating this daggone Sami Zayn thing, yeah, he, he should come out with the belt. But that's see, I think the Sami Zayn thing is a, is a flash in the pan. Not, uh, not anymore. Daniel Bryan was the flash in the pan. Yeah, but you had to you had to recultivate the Daniel Bryan thing over time. Like you had to go back. So Daniel Bryan had the WrestleMania where I think he won the the, the triple threat. Then he loses the mat the next match he, he he faces, and then he gets rebranded and they bring him back again. Like he, he doesn't injured. do all that. He got injured. Right. But still, the injury. Right, it was still. It was still led by the people. Okay. You know the fans and the internet. And, you know Daniel Bryan. I mean that yes chant. It, it, 
has oh, God. so much into sports and entertainment and, right. and movies right. and cinema, everything. You know, you couldn't deny Daniel Bryan getting the championship. And then when you right. just said, okay, well, let's make it go Triple H be the guy, you know, you had a strong heel for him to go up against. You know, same thing with uh, Kofi Kingston with Daniel Bryan. Um, you know, you had the guy again and you just had to build it. Roman is the guy of guys. And, and they did a good job of making him a dirty heel. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, Sammy has, you have to give him that moment. You have to give him the belt at some point. Whether you do it at um, Elimination Chamber, so that way it's a little bit lesser. No, because that, wow. that would diminish Roman to give it, to have him not go to WrestleMania as a champion. Mm -mm. And from a financial perspective, the buys at WrestleMania would diminish if Sammy okay. walks in with the belt. But why would it diminish if he, I mean, Sammy's the 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 thing. Like he, we got Usi, we got the shirts, we got everything. He's he's but bringing in money. The the we're up the mountain at this point, you right? Know you got to get to the mountain top to get the highest payout. If okay, you get that payout at uh, Elimination Chamber. There's no higher for you to go unless the Rock shows up. So then, how do we get him? So this is the might be my better question is. How do we get Sammy over the mountain and Roman off the cliff at WrestleMania? Like said, you, is, you that, is that a, a James thing? Be, Mania is two nights. So like I said, you have to put Sammy in WrestleMania to fill. That will fill up, I'd say, if not a third, maybe half of the stadium. Okay. Okay. Of that match. Guaranteed. Okay. First day, as soon as those tickets become available, bam, done. Makes uh, sense. And then Cody for night one. And then Cody is going to be night two. So then Cody becomes the guy that beats Sammy off of maybe interference by Uso? Possibly. Because, I mean, I mean, wrestling, we, we, I, I know you know wrestling and I know wrestling. And like the storybooks don't change too much, right? Like, oh, yeah. the story don't change. It, it's it's one of two ways that this this stuff goes down. And that, that and it still have some return potential. Okay. You could also, I mean, you could have uh, Heyman do the unthinkable. To Ooh. the only way to have Roman go to meet um, Cody, in my opinion would be tonight too if he faces Sammy at night one as for uh Brock Lesnar through Paul Heyman comes out does the do on Roman which causes I'm sorry on um no you good you're right uh no because I want Roman to go to night two right it's uh Sammy hits Roman well, no I guess for the swerve hit hits uh Roman looks at Sammy hits Sammy picks up Roman F5's Roman onto Sammy, one, two, three. See, I don't, I don't like that story. So the story I like better is, since we're keeping Paul in the thing, is night one. Oh, wait. Sorry, okay. go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 go with what you're going to say, because I think we're on the same page. Go. go. We're talking about Paul Heyman, guys. There's another oh. guy out there that kind of ain't doing nothing. Go ahead. And he's kind of got some, uh, you know, 
some strong heat where he was. And why not piss him off one more time and show him that he programming? We're not talking about him. Yeah, we are. Go ahead. Cult of personality hits. Go ahead. He comes out. <laughs> go ahead. To go to sleep on Sami Zayn and dips. Mm. Thank you, wise man. Mm. Anything for you, my tribal chief. Mm. Again, it's WrestleMania. If, so, you know, so, uh, so here, here you go, Tony Khan. We know you mad. You're gonna try to sue us. There you go. There's your check. You're welcome. So I was gonna go totally different and say maybe since we make the first night about um Sami Zayn, we we take Jay off of TV, we make um solo defend the, the tag team titles up until we get to WrestleMania. And then Jay comes out as the the person, of course, is non no disqualification. And we make Sammy come out, I mean Jay come out, hit Roman with either the super kick or the splash or whatever. And that's how Sammy gets the title because he doesn't beat him clean. Because we can't let Roman get beat clean. Right. And then we let Roman go off in the distance because Roman's gonna go do movies. Whether he's doing Home Alone 5, um, Groundhog Day 2, whatever it is, that's what he's doing. Yeah. I'm mean, like I said, we know Roman needs a break. Right. We, he has to have and a break. We need a, we need a break. Not we really do, but we need a break from Roman because, you know, you can't miss him if he's not gone. Right. Um, so we're but, building this window, and then we even build in a built-in recipe for – for once Sammy wins, Jay turns around and hits him with a super kick. And now we got Jay staring him down because he didn't trust him from the beginning. Like, we already put this story in place. Right. So now, whatever the next pay-per-view is, is Sammy versus Jay um, defending the family honor or whatever you want to call it. And now we got a story that we're building off of from that point on. And and of course Jay's going to sell it and Sammy's going to sell it and like I I heard the response on Friday night like it was crazy when when Sammy came out with the hoodie on and and beat down Roman so it's the heat is there like the the platform is there we just got to take advantage of it yeah and it all means that Sammy has to be at WrestleMania right exactly however they they swerve it Sammy has to be at WrestleMania so right. that means that you know. They've got to set it up in a way to where Cody isn't screwed. So I think they already set it up because we've already set up the split of the tag titles. Now we got to make the split of the the single titles make sense. And we have from now until March or April to make it work. Once they come off of Roman, then you can make it make sense. So you think we got to come off Roman? Yes. To make the split happen? If wow. there's not some funky thing with a contract like I talked about or whatever, just because, I mean, shit, just to put it lightly or perfectly, Roman's in God mode. Yeah, that's true. He's in like that Cena 5 mode. So, you know, once it's no longer his, you don't, you can't see Sami Zayn lifting up two belts. 
Right. That's why I'm, we're trying to split yeah. this so as much as we can. We can, we can have uh, that judgment call then and say, well, since Roman's not here anymore, the bloodline is, is off you and doing whatever they're doing. You know, the powers that be between USA and Fox have made a decision. And this is what Adam Pierce would say. And that decision is that at whatever the next pay-per-view is, if it's Hell in a Cell, whatever, I don't know, whatever the, they decide to do that comes after WrestleMania this year, Sami Zayn, you're going to have two matches. Your first match is going to be against main event Jey Uso. Your second match is going to be against the Nightmare Cody Rhodes. Oh, and then he has to drop in both the same belts. Night. In the same night. He has to and drop both of those belts. Yep. If you want to keep both, you're going to have to defend both. But if you lose one, you lose one. If you lose both, wow. you lose both. Don Rodriguez, you, you killing you killing the wrestling game right here. Hey man, because the second the second that happens, and we get Sammy to drop the belts to, to I my check. Jay Uso and Cody. It fulfills the Cody dream. It gives Jay the moment that he wants or needs. Mm. And of course, we're not gonna have the belt on Jay. For 435 days, Jay's gonna no. hold the belt for about two to three months at best. Yeah, because he can feud with his brother, right? And then after that, when Roman comes back, all it is is here you go, my tribal chief. But do you do you does, does he, he sack on Roman? Oh ho ho! Not so fast, my friend. Because here comes the better storyline: is the storyline of Solo. Because Solo wasn't connected to them as a youth. So now you can build the Solo storyline of Solo being disconnected and not really being um, in the family, for lack of a better term. And now we can put him as the person that goes up against Jay instead of um, Jimmy. You could do that too. Between the three of them, you can you know have however match you want. Because while all this is happening... The bloodline is done and dissolved, for lack of a better term, until Roman comes back. But when Roman comes back, he's got a whole other problem. Because guess who's champion? Bobby Lashley. Guess what Bobby Lashley has with him? The Hurt, the hurt Business. So now Roman is on the opposite side of the fence. Uh, I don't, I don't, the I don't like the Hurt Business angle. What? Only because I don't. Because Omos is trash. Hold on, hold on. No, no, no. Hear me out. Hear me out. Omos is trash. Cedric Alexander, you can't really make him believable. And and his mic, like, MVP's got to be the the caretaker of this whole thing on 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 an extraordinary level. Because nobody believes Cedric Benjamin. Him versus Paul Heyman. That's your promos right there. They can check the promos. Cedric. Cedric is great in a tag team. Right. Right. And, and Shelton Benjamin is great as a tag team. You got you that's got I'm gonna put you there. So, like I said, it's matching up. That this is how you're gonna put the bloodline back together. Okay. Because he's gonna need the Usos to go up and watch his back. He's gonna need solo. So that can build you about two to three months worth of storyline of Roman putting everybody back together. That's how you could even have the rock show up. And help be the glue. He doesn't have to wrestle. He just needs to be the glue to get everybody galvanized back together to be able to go against the hurt business. You could even have Farouk uh, 
be a representative and a mouthpiece when a rock shows up and they could have a, a, a verbal jousting um you know just talk about hold up young man <laughs> you so, 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 so in the midst of all what you're talking about i, I like it but i i just worry about um us being able to to buy into that whole piece well by the time we get everybody is sucked in and bought in guess how long it's been it's been oh, six months eight months 12, 12 months. months so now we're talking hurt business in the corner of bobby lashley okay uh, uh bloodline and a quarter corner of roman at wrestlemania okay super main event oh so, well, well, why would we do that at wrestlemania why wouldn't we do that at survivor series you could have that but it's nothing's going to be settled because there's still no title change in hands survivor series would be a tra uh, traditional match but to get the titles to change hands, it would have to be um, the one-on-one. -on -one. No, am I frozen? Do we lose them? No, I think we may have some technical difficulties. Powers that be maybe over there in a truck hitting some buttons. Like, man, this is crazy. Seeing if we can get uh the midnight rider back on. Nope, we've lost him. He'll probably jump back in in a second. Uh that's what happens. It's been a long time since uh Vincent Kennedy was in a truck pressing some buttons, messing us up. But it happens when you start getting those uh nice little things out there. That they may end up stealing and not giving us credit for again kg go ahead and start the campaign to get out checks so while I'm waiting for the midnight rider come back uh let's go ahead and jump into the final conversation of the night and that is dominic mysterio and eddie guerrero comparisons there's a uh, i don't know why this is happening it's one thing that the going to the kayfabe of is uh, Dominic Eddie's kid. You know, the jury's still out on that because that's a tall boy. I don't know where that height came from, uh, from Ray Mysterio. You know, kind of got the mullet thing going on. Kind of could, if you squint, look like Eddie Guerrero. But at the same time, that's 100% Ray Mysterio's face. So, you know, uh, Maury would give the kid to uh, Ray Mysterio. But people are still making the extra comparison out of nowhere for no reason to um, Eddie. And it's gotten to the point to where Shaw, uh, Eddie's daughter, is like, no, stop this crap. This is some garbage. Um, let's not worry about that. You know, just, just don't even try to compare the two. We know there's no performance comparison because, you know, Eddie Guerrero is arguably one of the best to ever do it. And shoot. Ray Mysterio is arguably one of the best to ever do it. So between the two of them, uh, they've got that on lock. I mean, it's it's complimentary, but at the same time, you know, there's no way to compare the two yet. Dominic is still a baby in the game uh, when it comes down to it. So we'll see if we can get uh, Midnight Rider in so we can uh, wrap it up and see what his thoughts are. 
You may have some extra technical difficulties. They may have just shut them down over there from the truck. There we go. I think we we got. It. There we go. We got you back. Sorry about that, man. That's all right. It's been a while since, uh, as I was telling the people, that you know Vince McMahon or somebody in the truck was hitting some buttons as we started getting good with all the uh, the verbal knowledge that we was putting out and trying to shut us down. Conspiracy, baby. Conspiracy theory. Oh, it's not even conspiracy. That mess is real. <laughs> it's happened too many times on our, our podcast, and then, you know, Thunderdomes and everything else start popping up when they was, you know, trying to shut us down and, and stop us from putting their uh, their whole program on blast because they know they're going to steal it. So I jumped into uh, Dominic and Eddie uh, Guerrero comparisons and how it's just a hot mess. But what's your thoughts on that? So I think Dominic has to start, like, embracing the Eddie. Like to a to a almost annoying um existence. Like I'm talking about we got he has to come out. If it's me, he comes out to the Eddie music. Oh no. Yes. Oh no. We gotta we gotta we gotta take this up. Ooh. We gotta take it up to, to to like and he has to live in like the son of Eddie, the son of Eddie vibe. That would that would take him out of uh, Judgment Day. I don't because care. That be that be more heat than uh, Judgment Day would get. But he's he's got the heat already. He's got baby. He's, heat. he's, he's got, got baby some heat. heat. He's got baby heat. They not they. He's, that he's, but, but he has to. Mysterio feud. So, but but I'm tired of the Ray. I, I don't know. I don't think the Ray Mysterio heat is enough to get him over. So I think he has to go to the next level. And, and I'm talking about, I'm not talking about music, Eddie Guerrero. I'm talking about car, Latino heat, Latino heat shirt. I'm talking about all of that, Eddie. So that way he gets he gets so far over and so hated because you, me, and 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 the wrestler, the regular wrestling fans that love wrestling, will be so pissed off. That it doesn't make sense. It's like an MJF thing. But the like he, when, he, when MJF gives the little kid in the airport the middle finger, that's what we're doing right now. I mean, I, I agree that would be hot, but the payoff would have to be at the level of Rey Mysterio versus Dominic to equal uh, right. Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio Halloween Havoc. No, no, no. So you have to take and Eddie. Matt has to be at that level. So you have to take Eddie versus Dominic. In my in my mind, in my world, it's for raised mask. Oh yeah, that that would happen. But I mean, the quality of the match would have to be at that level. Uh, yeah, exactly. Because but we talking about no holds barred. We're talking mask. We talk about his mask, raised mask on the line. Because that's the only way we can get Ray involved. Because now he's somehow on the other show. We gotta get him back in a in a place where. Yeah, it's them two against each other. And we've got to get, you know, like Dominic has to snap. And if it's a, exactly. kick, a chair or whatever, and he's just beating the crap out of Ray, like, like Mick Foley level getting a beating to yeah. where his, his mom, his sister comes out, uh, Vicky Guerrero comes out, and they're pleading with him to stop. Oh, if we can you know, get, yo, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Now you're, you're in my mind right now. So I would say the ultimate. 
would be Vicky coming out and saying, excuse me, and she introduces Dominic as Eddie's dad, as Eddie's son. Oh, God. Then that would, that would cause a whole nother hot mess. She says, excuse me, may I have your attention? And then as he's coming out to the ring, it's Eddie Guerrero's true son, Dominic Mysterio. Or no, she would call him Dominic Guerrero. And then we throw, he comes out in the Cadillac. I'm going too far, but I'm going to take it here. He comes out with the Cadillac with the, yes, with the three-wheel motion. But it's only at WrestleMania. Yeah, he, he, he's super heel. Hey, he's already heel. But he's going to have to step his super game up. But we so take him up two levels. Where does he go after that, though? What's his next match? It's the WWE. Who cares? We've had <laughs> we've had Braun Strowman like take out fucking data centers and shit, and then all of a sudden he loses to Rey Mysterio on a four one nine. So who cares? We don't care about the aftermath. We're just gonna go for the build. <laughs> that that would be serious. That would be serious. So we'll see. I mean, that could be a thing. But, you know, Dominic has to hold his own after that. But I mean, Dominic really hasn't built anything besides, like, uh, uh, it's been... He needs to go away and put some muscle on. Yeah. He needs to actually be a real wrestler. For that height, you know what I'm saying? He needs to put some muscle on. Or, I I know he's second generation all that stuff, but, you know, he needs to show what he can do. He needs to be able to talk. Yeah, the fucker can't talk. But Ray can't talk either. Yeah, but Ray had the full one nine. Best at it. Let me put it that way. He's not the best at it. Right, but he had enough of a gimmick to get him over. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Daniel Bryan could talk. But Daniel got enough of no, a gimmick. Daniel can talk. Daniel can talk because that whole thing in the WWE with, with you the, the paper. paper. Oh yeah, that that was all him. Yeah, I got you. I mean, he, he had people in the palm of his hand in a in a fashion that he wouldn't even thought about going in the, the environmental route. So you know, when, when given the right opportunity, Daniel can kill it. He okay, hold his own with the I give you that. I give you that. I acquiesce. Yep. So, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I do want to see the compilation of this thing. I mean, if Ray's going to retire, you know, let's just do it right. Dominic's going to take the 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 mask. It has, um, has to be a mask, a mask versus whatever type of match. Mask versus career. Mask versus career. Yeah, because you can't do mask versus you out the you out the judgment day. Right, be kind of whack. You know, because there's nobody that's facing Rhea Ripley. She but that's the other part I don't like. It's like we've built Rhea into this thing that I don't know where she goes. Well, I mean, people are comparing her to China. But she's not China. They're, they're saying maybe she should go for the IC championship. And No, know, she's not China. She ain't going to be Gunther. <laughs> she, but, she's yeah. not China. And and that's another pro- problem I have. Gunther's terrible. No. I don't I don't believe in anything. Like, all right. So I know what you want to say. So I'm going to say it now so you can get it out of the way. Go ahead. I, I never liked Steven Regal. 
And Gunther feels like a, a supersized Stephen Regal. What, what, what period? No period to Stephen Regal? I, like I, I never liked Stephen Regal. Any, any level of Stephen Regal. Stephen Regal coming out of the womb, Stephen Regal. Oh. I didn't like. I hated Stephen Regal, but I, I appreciate what he did because, I mean, he was just, you know, you knew he was coming out. He was just that guy you just had to hate. Right. You know, from you know, the look on his face, you know, how stiff he worked, you know, right. the catch is catch can, you know, wrestling style. I mean, you know, it was like, oh, man, I really hate him. Right. Totally agree. But, you know, when he came out, he pulled that emotion out of me. So I, I really hated Regal for the other guy. So he did his job. And I and I think that's that's the the, the payoff for Gunther is he now, does that enough. Well, I'm not a I don't feel that same way for uh, Gunther now in Imperium as I did in NXT when it was Walter in Imperium. So so here's here's, here's a better question. Imperium as a tag team, and then I think it's Pete Dunn and what you call it as the Bangham Bros. Like, is there I don't see a difference, but maybe you do. Well, I mean, the, the tag side of Imperium is the same. Uh Eichner and uh uh whatever his name is. Right, uh, right. That doesn't matter. The only one that really changed is is Walter the Gunther and then his right. side. I mean he's he's leaned up but you know the stuff and the way he was wrestling at that size originally was keith lee level right you know he was doing some stuff like man this is a big dude he's out there putting that work in now even though the brawling brutes are you know entertaining um i'm still not happy with butch that's not butch that's pete doom right exactly and i I don't understand that uh you know you can't, in my mind, erase NXT Pete Dunne with the championship in his mouth when he comes out and he's just like this, the bruiser weight. You know, yeah. that dude was a beast. He was a, he was a Tasmanian devil. Now, uh, Rich Holland, fucking, sorry. Okay. Uh, I still can't uh, forgive him for dumping Big E on his head. Right. So exactly. now he has a job <laughs> and he's out here and, you know, potentially going to have a WrestleMania moment and big e is still on the sideline right exactly don't know if he's coming back so you know somebody should have bust him to his head with the white beat so exactly and then seamus needs a championship run at least one more but what what championship is he running that doesn't matter i don't care i don't don't think he has enough i don't think what true heel seamus when he was at Man, but but he but he hasn't gotten there. He can't get there anymore. I don't think because he's. he's I, think, I think he's been too. I think he's been too like foofy foofy to yeah to get well, to that he, point. He could get there again, but you can't. You you have to let him win. You know him when he was okay. with Drew McIntyre. He okay. was there again, but so, so oh, oh I like this. No, I like what you're doing because maybe the the way he gets to that Drew McIntyre. I mean that. Sheamus is through Drew McIntyre. But we've seen that already. But I mean, it's I the only way can do those two go at each other. I would have no, I'm, I'm, I'm not talking about like beating him. I'm talking about turning on him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We've seen that too. Okay. I would have rather seen him go through Cesaro. I got you. I got you. 
which we never got the culmination, the true culmination of um, the bar because Cesaro got injured. Right. So we we, we didn't heal, have that turn and then go forward. So right. they, they can do it, but I just don't want it to be with Drew McIntyre because I'm over it. We've done that enough. I'm over Drew McIntyre. They turned, they got back together. You know, now they just, you know, have to go lucky. Same thing with Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin needs his shot again. He, he doesn't need anything. He needs no, to go he away. Does. He needs a retirement he, home. No, he needs to get no, rid of he the happy Corbin. He has gimmick. nothing. He's, he he's nothing. I, he I would was, rather watch. I would rather watch Mandy Rose sing the Star Spangled Banner during, at the beginning of the show than watch Drew McIntyre or Baron Corbin have another run. No, nah, Corbin needs another run. He was a no. He does only true heel. No, he doesn't. He no, I'm good. Hundred percent true heel. Nope. He, he, he was nope. MJF before MJF. No, MJF actually has a personality. It's Corbin is ass. Hated, people hate MJF for being MJF. No, but MJF Baron Corbin. No, no, no. Here's MJF the difference. Was popular. The difference is MJF lives that to his core. So does Baron well, Corbin. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. I, I, I can't see it. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't he, see it. I, he said maybe I just don't like. Maybe or not. Go, go look at his interviews and stuff like that. Now MJF is just doing things a little bit more over the top in public. Exactly. There you go. But that that that's not the the true make of a heel. That's just him staying and pushing. True to his character. It's kayfabe. It's kayfabe. Baron Corbin was a hundred percent heel. Period. I don't know. I'm telling you, look it up. You know, before we would talk about MJF, we were talking about Baron Corbin being heel, old school heel. You okay. He did, you know, that wasn't. Maybe I just don't like faces. MJF. I mean, I'm sorry. Maybe I just don't like Baron Corbin. And that means he did his job. No, 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 no. Not, not, not to that level. I just don't believe in this character. Not Any of his characters, Corbin, no. whether it's whether it's the super rich. Or the I'm I'm rebounding from being rich. I don't like any of those characters. Even with JBL, I don't, you know. And I think JBL is a detriment to him as a character. Yep. Because JBL is already goaded. What, what, right, what can, right. What are we doing? What do we get out of that? Like, I, I really feel like we get nothing out of... Is I don't think we get anything from the the, the character of Baron Corbin, the JBL with the the Jets and and all those things. And if we aren't putting Baron Corbin in that stratosphere, even if we do, I just don't believe it. It's not it's not something I I, I want to get behind. Well, that's because uh, Corbin has nobody to play off of. Think about who JBL had to play off of. Right, he had John Cena. He had right. Eddie Guerrero. He had right. Rey Mysterio. I mean, he had some some super faces to play off of. So what's the super uh, face Corbin now? Not in in that realm right now, there's nobody for him to play off of. Right. There's no super faces that are not already in the program. Right. So he's kind of screwed. And uh, I think he's going to fade into the background. Uh, I think he'll reinvent himself again. To what? What else can he reinvent? Well, they still owe him because remember they they went from him being a super heel to you know the authority thing is all his fault, right? Right. So you know he had to take the Triple H you know mm-hmm. thing, and now he still due for his payoff. 
Okay. Not, you know, there's no other McMahon daughters or anything like that for him to marry. So you just got to figure out another way. Okay. In my opinion. But I'm going to I'm 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 let you have that because I, I don't see it. I don't see yeah. a way for Baron Corbin to be relevant again. Now, that was this, that was this young gentleman, you know, maybe 20, 30 minutes ago. Uh, I think he went by the name of Midnight Rider. That was like, man, this is wrestling. Anything can happen. True. Anything can happen is wrestling. True, true. <laughs> I, I, I said that. I, I mean, I know that guy very well. Um, I think he, his real name is Ben Conti on Twitter. He's at Fat Poet Tim oh, and all those other things. We didn't even get yeah. to that. Fine. You know what? We'll go there. Did you put yourself over? <laughs> <laughs> Might as well wrap this up, B. Since all you- right. Do your shit, baby. <laughs> so you put yourself over. Go ahead, finish. Go all the Twitters. The no, 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 no. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, start being the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. You know, um, you know, I'm the kid stealing, willing dealing. No, nah, I'm not doing all that. Um, to be honest, it's just like I think we're at a point where Sami Zayn has to get over at some point. We have to get the payoff from the Sami Zayn thing. And I don't know what that payoff is gonna be, but I feel like it has to be a championship reign for Sammy. And then the ultimate part of that becomes his first defense becomes him against KO. And that's how we get to the next part of it. And then Roman gets to go off and do um Fast and Furious 11 um or 12 or 11 and 12. And then and then and that's how we get to the next point of this. Um tag team wise, I think I think Jay, I think Solo and and Jimmy have have to defend the titles, and Jay comes in the ring and costs them the titles, and then we get Jay versus Jimmy. In in a, in a, in a in a in a match at WrestleMania. That's my fantasy book. Okay. Well, you know, anything can happen. Exactly. We got we, more wrestling, baby. One, one way or another, we got time. Just and, and, and I'm gonna let you know, I need my credit. I'm a very Horowitz. I, 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 if, if, if if this happens, <laughs> I'm going there. Uh, <laughs> And if it don't happen, I'm going to show up like the repo man. <laughs> <laughs> Hit my music. Uh, All right. I got you. Don't worry. I'm good with that. Worry. I'm good with once, that. Once we get there, we're not going to say anything else be, between now and then. Yeah. Except when it's WrestleMania time, uh, that Saturday and Sunday, we're going to make sure you're on the show. So uh, we can see if you get that pat or uh, <laughs> the repo man going to show up. Yeah, I'm good with that. Have my little uh, uh, black uh, mask and everything. I'm gonna show up there. Oh, or, or you could go like, um, what's the dude? Um, that went to the wall. Oh no, not the Shockmaster. Here we go. We get no, no, Shockmaster. No. If anything, I, I'll show up like the Boogeyman. All so right, let's go. Right behind your couch, you just see me. Just <laughs> <laughs> Minus the, I'd be some gummy worms. <laughs> I, I ain't dealing with no real worms, like. That's strong commitment right there. That dude. That's a heavy commitment. Like, God dang. Or, you know, they'll be pumping his stomach forever. I don't know how he does it, but either way, that'll be me. So I got you. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, hopefully. We don't do no overtime. Uh, well, yeah, we, we've done some overtime. But uh, hopefully you enjoyed tonight's show. You know, we got rid of uh, the sumo. 
I'm not even gonna lie, he knows no special assignment. We beat him down outside. So that's why he's not there. We tied him into a four Bronco and broke yeah. his arm. That's right. Maybe OJ was driving it too. Um and then KD, No, no, it was AC. AC was driving it. Oh, that's right. Yep. That's yeah, right. There we go. That's right. KG, we just put, you know, took the air out of his tires. So right. I think by now he finally pushed it to the gas station and got him pumped up so tomorrow he can make the Sunday rise. Uh so if he doesn't show, then damn it, maybe uh that was the wrong knife to use on his left tire. But either way, we still did our thing. So hopefully you enjoyed. Um so I guess uh I gotta say diversify your bonds. Can you see why bitches? <laughs>